0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Talk. Pistorius, as we just mentioned, has walked free from a South African prison earlier there this morning and JJ Cornish, a journalist based in South Africa, joins us now. JJ, w- very little detail w- w- was released in advance about Pistorius' um, release from prison. This is due to concerns about his safety. Is that correct?
1: Well, yes, uh, security. Uh, he was at Atresville Prison, which is just outside Pretoria. And that's where he spent most of the time, although um, he did go to the Eastern Cape when he was engaged in the victim-aggressor uh, um, dialogue process, which is part of the South African uh, legal makeup, which effectively tries to get closure. And he met with the late father of June, of, of Rivas Steenkamp, Barry, and, and spoke to him. Oscar has apologised to them for what has happened and said he, you know, they're the first people on his mind when he wakes up. Uh, but uh, he's never accepted that he actually murdered Riva. He said he shot her through the toilet door, uh, believing that she was an intruder, and you know, it was a tragedy that he that he regrets for the for for his life, but. He's never accepted culpability. And June, the mother of Reba, has said that, yeah, you know, she did not oppose the parole but said that uh, nobody could ever bring her daughter back and she hopes now that uh, she can work in peace on the foundation that they've set up. Uh, This is really, uh, in in South Africa, obviously, it's about the the man's standing as as an athletic hero, uh, an inspirational character. But women's violence here, Kira, you know, 12 women a day in South Africa are murdered. And that is why, for example, the Women for Change organization has said this has sent a terrible message. Uh, Victims don't feel uh, listened to. They don't feel they get justice. This makes South Africa a safe haven for predators, very emotive language. And, of course, the ANC's Women's League has also opposed the uh, parole, Oscar served eight and a half years in jail and seven uh, months under house arrest. You know, he was originally uh, sentenced to six years on, for culpable homicide. I think you call it manslaughter there. Uh, yeah. Then that was said to be shockingly inadequate. And he was later then that was changed to murder. And 13 and a half years was added to his sentence. So he served it and he has been, by all accounts, a model prisoner. I haven't seen him. I mean, he's literally a, a, a kilometre away from me at his uncle Arnold's home and uh, he's not allowed to speak to the media. That's an unusual thing for a parolee but I think given the high profile he has, one understands it. He has to. There live are quite a lot of conditions around drinking.
0: parole in, in, in South Africa. He's not allowed in any way um, profit or, or off his crime. He's not allowed to publicise it. There, there, there are various restrictions around him. Isn't that correct?
1: Indeed, there are, Kira, you know that he's not allowed to take any alcohol. He'll effectively be under house arrest. And, you know, whether this was something imposed on him by the prison authorities or society, you know, people I spoke to in the neighborhood said, leave him alone now, let him rebuild his life. Uh, But the feeling certainly in women's uh, activist circles is that uh, he yeah he needed to be more severely punished yeah. but if uh, he if he, out, is, he even
0: though he, am yes. i correct in saying the belief it seems to be predominantly that even though he he protests his innocence to this day that the belief is that he is a murderer and that he was convicted correctly that there, there isn't support for that view in south africa
1: you know, that seems to be the majority opinion, certainly is. And whenever, during the trial, for example, whenever I ask people, what do you really think? Could it possibly be uh, a, a mistake? Uh, They said no, and then they maintained that he had sort of behaved aggressively at other times. Uh, But then again, he went to school here. He's a local hero. I've had a lot of people from his school and say that, you know, that he was was unlucky and that this was a miscarriage. So there is a, but the the overwhelming burden of uh, of feeling is that he was, that he did, he he Uh, had an uh, argument with her and and shot her.
0: And finally, JJ, he's going to be living on, on, he has a wealthy uncle, he's going to be living on on his estate, which has security, which has armed guards, because there has been credible, is that correct, uh, uh, threats to his life?
1: Well, yes, I don't know about credible threats to his life. i uh, That's not something I've heard of. You know, I know him fairly well. I mean, we used to swim together at the local gym just down the road from where he is now. Uh, and he was a remarkable guy. I mean, I had to introduce him at the t- when he made speeches and so on. And, and uh, you know, he really is, uh, what they say, an inspirational character. He came up from having his legs amputated at 11 months to winning two Paralympic gold medals and sw- actually competing in the 400-meters able-bodied race up to the semi-final stage at the London Olympics. So he is all of those things. And apparently he's changed enormously in prison. I'm told that he's beard, he's grown a beard, and I think he's found religion, uh, so we don't know. But uh, certainly Reva Steenkamp's family, they've maintained a very cool composure on this. But the feeling, as I say, the overwhelming feeling is that he was guilty and that if he or uh, is guilty and that if he for, for example goes to the local supermarket or to a local restaurant something like that uh, there's, a, there's every chance that he gets pilloried and, 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 okay. and people would have something to
0: say Look thank you very much for speaking to us on all of that this morning that is JJ Cornish a journalist based in South Africa uh, 15 minutes Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.